show number 127 of Look at His Butt, LT and JK Talk Trek. Oh, fuck yes. Hi, guys. Isn't it fun listening to Bill swear? In fact, I like it so much, let's listen to it again. Oh, fuck yes. Okay, that sets the tone for this podcast and once again earns us the explicit tag on iTunes. This is an interim podcast. We couldn't get a real one together because I was away and now Kitty's away and we didn't want to leave you guys with nothing at all. So we've cobbled together a few things so that you'll have something to listen to. The first thing that we're going to listen to is a recording that we made of our appearance at Shatfest. It was great. We had such a good time, as we always do, and I think next year's Shadfest is going to be at the Roxy in San Francisco, which will be a great big fun time. The only problem is the little battery in my iRiver recorder ran out before we got to the really good stuff, so unfortunately it's going to cut off, but you'll get to hear the crowd response and what we were saying. We had some barely good audience participation stuff, which we'll continue to do, and I think you guys will enjoy it when you come to see us live. Don't forget, we're going to be appearing at the Fringe in San Francisco in September, so please check lookathisbutt.com for the dates where we will be. Um, I can't remember exactly where we're going to be, and maybe we don't even know yet, but we do at least have the dates, and we'll have a show. We haven't quite put it together yet, but it will be there, and you'll get to hear us sing a song, at least one song, maybe more than that. After that, we have one of our Shatfest interviews. This time it's with Chad Nelson. Chad is a longtime listener to Look at His Butt and has also sent us stuff in the mail and via email, so you'll get to hear him. And then at the very end of this podcast, I am dropping in some of the excerpts from Bill's GQ interview, including the bit where he says, fuck yeah. So I just thought you guys would get a kick out of hearing that in case you haven't been able to find it online. And we'll probably be dropping more bits of that into podcasts as we go. So we will be back in a couple of weeks with a real podcast, probably with... Uh, an episode review, I think. In the meantime, keep sending us email, keep checking the blog, we're putting up new stuff all the time, and please come and see us in September when we're performing at the Fringe. And now, here we are at Chatfest. Yeah, more please, uh... Thank <laughs> you. 
And now he's famous, and he has to talk like this all the time. <laughs> but I know. So anyway, so this is Plano, uh, correct? Correct. And Kitty, the Shatner Butt Girls. Give it up for them. They have a whole uh, lookathisbutt.com. Yes? Yeah. Whole website dedicated to Shatner's ass. It's a very, very specific field of study. So uh, we're going to give it up to them right now because, like I said, Monica will be here at halftime. We're going to give out some prizes. We got great movies tonight. Two of Shatner's best. Um, so first of all, has anyone here not seen Impulse? Oh shit. Okay. Right, two things. One is no refunds. Two. This is going to change your life. You will walk out of this theater not looking at the world the same way you do right now. I don't know if it's for better or for worse. It just won't be the same. We definitely won't see William Shatner the same. This is the ultimate Shatner performance. It's right up there with the final episode of Star Trek when he trades bodies with a woman. It's, it's, it's like that, but more intense. And then the second one, that's a great one, White Comanche. Has anyone seen that one? Okay. So some of you might think about that. But anyway, uh, so that's his Spanish spaghetti western. Twin, half-breed Indians, one good and one evil. So it has to be seen to be believed in that. I did that kind of jazzy no. soundtrack. So anyway, and then we got, uh, we're going to have some other uh, chat subjects coming up. There's the man. Yes, let's give it up to the man himself. And he's got anyway, so Kitty, and you guys want to take it away for... Uh, Shatner Butt Girls. Give it up for the Shatner Butt Girls, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. We do indeed host a bi-weekly podcast called Look at This Butt. Bi what? Bi-monthly. Well, well, you know, you can say it either way. Okay. It's twice a month. Every now and then we put up a podcast. We do a podcast. And we talk about Bill Shatner's butt, but we talk about a lot of other things, too. We talk a lot about Star Trek, and we talk a lot about other things that Bill has been in, including Impulse and White Comanche and many, many other things. Bill's been in everything. As we always say on the show, Bill is everywhere. And right now, Bill's going to be on TV. He's going to be on a new show called, um, well, it's really called Shit My Dad Says. We all agree it should be called Shat, Shat My, my Dad, dad right. Says. Yeah. Um, what are they calling it? Bleep My Dad Says? Yes. yes. Which is very stupid. Now, my idea is that they should um, spell out shit as it's properly spelled, S-H-I-T. And then use internet spellings for all the other words, like dad is D, at sign D. I think that would communicate something, make it more unique. It would be better than police. And tie into this internet uh, beginning. Sure. So we have some warm-ups. We want to warm you guys up for the movie because you're going to need it. And we also have a little bit of audience participation to do as well. So shall we start with the first one? Yes. All right. This is a warm-up that we've done many times before. It's very, very good for getting the blood flowing, getting you in the right frame of mind. This is something that we think you can all relate to, all of you sitting in the audience right now. So we're going to have Kitty demonstrate what this is. And to do this, you kind of need to do a little acting improv. You need to kind of take a few deep breaths, gather yourself, gather yourself. Okay, she's going to demonstrate, and then I'm going to have you guys do it. Okay? Then we're going to count it down. We're going to do a three, two, one, and then she's going to do it. So three, two, one. Want you to all take some deep breaths. 
Take one cracker. Put yourself together, okay? And then Because you know why? <laughs> you know who he is? It's, it's Odd Job from Goldfinger. Yes, Odd Job. I think his name is Harold Sakata. Harold Sakata, yeah. Yes. We call him Odd Job. So he almost strangled. So we're going to go on anyway and, and see if, if we can give away a couple prizes. So this next question relates to the previous question. And since you guys didn't know the first one, take some guesses at this one. In attempting to rescue Harold Sakata from the previously mentioned near-fatal accident that we just talked about, what injury did Bill suffer? Bill saved his life, but he injured himself while saving him. What happened? Yes. <laughs> That's a good one, but no hernia. Now. Yeah. No. He pulled a arm out of the socket? No, but you're getting closer. Yes. Sprained wrists. Getting closer. Come on, keep going. Finger injury? Sprained ankle. No, no. Hands. Give me a hand. Okay. Some kind of finger injury. I think that counts. That's yeah. right. Totally. Broke his baby finger. Oh, okay, we're going to give you a prize. Oh. Uh, we're giving you a prize from the Shack Box.
Stand by to receive our transmission. Yay. Hi, Chad. Top of the Shatmoy. Oh, talk of, top of Shatmoy. Oh, it's so good to talk to you, ladies. <laughs> it's good to talk to you. You have been a listener of ours, I think, almost from the beginning. We hear from you regularly. Yeah, and he sent us stuff. Too. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. We're so happy. I, I think you're my uh, second longest listened to podcast. Wow. Well, that's, that's very flattering. What's the first one? Uh, off the hook. Um, it's a 2600 uh, hacking uh, oh. <laughs> podcast. Well, then we're in good company. I that's like that. right. That's right. It's an educational show. But of course. Yeah. <laughs> so we want to ask you the, the, to kick this off. The question we always ask everyone we interview, which is how did you get involved in Trek? What's your earliest memory of, of coming across it? Well, I'll tell you, this is a... a a contention with my mother. Uh, I, I was born in 69. So my mother claims that uh, she had to suffer through the moon landings all through uh, my, her pregnancy with me. And then uh, spent the rest of my childhood uh, forcing her to watch Star Trek. <laughs> so um, I started early. I was a, uh, a syndication baby, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, and then it seems like uh, every few years, it just keeps sparking back off. I got to see uh, Roddenberry at, uh, at the local college in the early 80s. He came for a, uh, a, little, uh, a little con. Wow. And then uh, uh, Doohan came through in 86 or 87 and did a con. Mm -hmm. And this is in Boise, Idaho. We don't get to see many many cons. Mm -hmm. um, uh, then, uh, boy, shoot, then got to, got to see one in Reno with uh, Marina Surtees uh -huh. in the 90s. And all this time, you know, I've, I've just, just, it's been one of my number one loves, uh, TOS, uh, as a matter of fact, I I completely refused to watch the Next Generation for the the first whole season. I just knew they were going to screw it up, and make me mad. Uh, Welcome to the club. <laughs> you know, I, I eventually the gang was watching it though, so eventually I got stuck over at the clubhouse, and they're they're watching it, and uh, so I caught it second season. So I'll tell you, it was a sure sure shock when those went into reruns, and I saw the first season. What a stinker! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, pretty much. Yeah. But yeah, that's a story. It's just it's always been a part of my life. Uh, it drives my wife nuts. I've got a bookshelf just covered with models and oh. in our bedroom and, and only uh, one bookshelf. Uh, there's four bookshelves and it's just basically one solid surface. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, have you seen all the movies? Oh yes. Which one's your favorite? Uh. You know, Undiscovered Country, but of course, you know, I'm a big Klingon fan, so uh -huh. yes, had to be. <laughs> That's true. That is a very Klingon-centric yeah. movie with a, a really strong Klingon story. Klingon, I like that. Yeah. I like that movie a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I asked someone else this before, so I'll ask you. Do you subscribe to the theory that the even-numbered movies are good and the odd ones are bad? Uh, yes. <laughs> I like that. Very definitive. Yeah. yeah. Most definitely. <laughs> Uh, there's, of course, the the movie that did not exist, and w we won't even discuss that one. But boy, I've uh, never heard it called that before. 
Uh, have you guys, I'm sure you've already spoke about this, but the new George Takai uh, commercial? I've seen it, yes. We haven't talked about it yet, though. Oh, that was hilarious. I fell off the couch, and the family thought I was nuts, and I I'm had to back it back up. I'm trying to remember what he's shilling. Um, I believe it's a sharp TV. Yes, yes. It's two inch. Yes, that's what it is. Have you not seen this no, yet, Lena? Okay, we'll talk about it when we when we record our portion of the show. Okay. Thank great. you for reminding me. Oh, you bet. Uh, make great. a note. Well, the next question that we're asking everyone, this is starting to feel like Holy Grail or something. Asking, <laughs> what asking, is your favorite color? Asking you these question three. Um, second question is, why do you love Bill? Oh, man, Bill, uh, he's... He's just got all the charm. Christmas. Every boy wanted to be Captain Kirk. Come on, mm -hmm. you know you you get to to run the most powerful piece of equipment in the galaxy, and you get all the chicks. I mean, come on. It's a win-win. It's a win-win. How can you not? You know. Oh, so are you a Bill fan outside of Trek? Uh, yeah. You know, um, I wasn't a big fan of T.J. Hooker, <laughs> uh, but. Uh, I, I've loved everything he did. Uh, you know, I, I he lost me in 86, though. Kingdom of the uh, Spiders? No, that was uh, no, Sorry. No, no, no. Um, I believe it was 86 or 9. Well, anyway, it was it was when he did that, uh, that bit on Saturday Night Live. Oh, the Get a Life thing? I was still a little young, a little impressionable, oh. and uh, it just it crushed me. And it wasn't until... Um, I think he's, I saw his biography. Mm -hmm. um, it's like, oh, wow, this, this guy's had it pretty rough after, after Trek. And then, uh, then the comedy finally kicked in, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, all right. I... Yeah, that was hard for a lot of people. And even though I understood that it was jo a joke, I remember seeing it and feeling uncomfortable. Yeah, because it's, it's too close. And yeah. It's, it's not really funny. It's it's painful. Yeah, really, really painful. It was. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. I I think he. Um, I don't think he realized what he was doing mm -hmm. when he did that. What they, it meant to people. And I think. Have you read his book? Um, that's called Get a Life. I have. It yeah, really, and it's really interesting to read about that journey where he finally understands some of where the fans are coming for and coming from and and the importance of this to people. Because I don't think he understood that. Right. That that uh, poster, everything uh, I ever learned, I learned from Star Trek. Yes. Everything important I ever learned. I really think that's true. You know, mm -hmm. uh, all the good themes are there. Now, you see, I personally subscribe to everything I know I learned from my dog. Well, that's <laughs> another good one. <laughs> <laughs> But I think that that's true. You know, we've talked about it on the show a number of times. If you have to take um, a science fiction vision as your guide to the way people should be, I, I so prefer Trek over Star Wars for so many reasons. Um, and the more I think about it, you know, it, it is. Star Trek teaches you so many important things about what you should try to be and what you could be. And I don't think you get any of that from, from Star Wars. No. Personally. Yeah, Star Wars is, sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, Star Wars is great storytelling, um, a great re-play mm -hmm. uh, of Shakespeare, mm -hmm. um, you know, but it's not Star Trek. Yeah, it doesn't have that 
message. Yeah, it's great fun. It's a great action adventure thriller, and there's some nice themes to it, but it doesn't go, doesn't go for the deeper stuff. Right. It's, it's still got a very human element mm -hmm. to it, and, you know, themes that, that we can relate to. Mm -hmm. but yeah, I like that. Yeah. So hit them with question number three. All right, question number three that we're asking everybody. Um, if you've been listening to the show for a long time, what would you like to see more of? Um, things that we've done before that you want us to do more of or something that we haven't done on the show that you'd like to hear? Wow. I don't know. I, I have, I've always really enjoyed – I look forward every week to, to getting my new uh, – uh, Look at his butt. Um, I I I love the uh, the TOS stuff. Um, uh, boy, you've introduced me to a lot of movies that uh, I never bothered to sit through. <laughs> well, so. you see, we do it so you don't have to. <laughs> exactly. Um, I think I think stick with what you, what you've been doing. Um, boy, I don't know how I would change it. Is there maybe an episode of TOS that we haven't talked about that you'd like to hear us you review and analyze? Ooh, boy, maybe uh, maybe some more of the uh, third season stinkers. <laughs> <laughs> See, I keep thinking we should do that, and then I think, do I really want to not only watch it but have to talk about it? <laughs> 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 but I think you're right. Because that, that's part of Star Trek, too. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And you can see Bill at his most desperate in some of those, just really trying to make this crap work. That's true. Well, we probably should. Yeah, yeah we, we should, should do a lipstick on a pig special. <laughs> I thought about that the other day, going through those uh, uh, Bird of the Galaxy pictures with them, all laughing on the set of Spock's brain. Yeah. <laughs> note there about, uh, oh, with the high quality of the, uh, the writing this year, we're we're a bet for a another season. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, aren't those amazing pictures though? They're so beautiful. Oh, they're beautiful, and they locked them down so you can't grab them. And, yeah. Uh, but, oh, they're they're wonderful. I I'm just you know we talked about this on a recent show that that everybody it seems is contributing to the the pool of stuff about Trek that you can see on the internet now with episodes and pictures and screen caps and sound and everything it's so great that you could just get all this stuff oh no kidding i wish we could get a good clean copy of the uh, blooper reel i yeah. wish we could see the blooper reel they actually showed the actors mm -hmm. because i've heard about it and it seems to be quite different from the blooper reel or reels that have gone around at conventions and everything yeah we might see that after everybody's dead <laughs> Seriously, I, I think yeah. there are probably people who have it, but some of it is just too risque or um, too racist or too sexist or too something where well, they just feel like it's not good to put that into the public. Um, I have heard, too, that when the, the, the blooper reels started going around the conventions that some of the actors were quite upset because this was, you know, something that was made for their entertainment, for their end-of-season rap party, and um, and it made it made fun of them. It, it showed them at undignified mm -hmm. moments. And so you're you're probably right that it if the if the real one still exists somewhere, we won't see it for some time. Yeah, right. I think it'll be out there one day. You know, information wants to be free. That's right. <laughs> you know, the uh, uh, people always say the what they do if they had a time machine. Mm -hmm. 
you know, it, it, okay, so you go back and you film the crucifixion of Christ, the uh, crossing of the Delaware. And for me, it would be uh, in one of those rooms uh, where they had their parties with a uh, camera on Nichelle Nichols through the whole thing. So, <laughs> Have you ever seen her live? Has she been at any of the cons or anything that you've been Not to? that I've seen. Um, you know, I've only been to a few, and she was never at any of those. Because um, her charisma and her charm and warmth just... It just it travels out over the rows and rows and rows of fans. She and you oh. can see her just eating it up. She loves that adoration. Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, she was. Go ahead. She was my first crush. Aww, I think that's great. Oh yeah, along with many other people. And um, it shows you have good taste. <laughs> Definitely. Oh. Yeah. When I when I saw her at it was uh, Comic Con or WonderCon a couple of years ago. I didn't talk to her because there was a long line at the table. But she was just sitting there chatting with people and. She just she glows just mm -hmm. sitting there. She has such a beautiful smile, and you can just see it coming off of her. It's, yes, it's amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, are you a big fan of my Star Trek scrapbook? Because Frederick has a big crush on her too. Oh really? You know, I need to get over there. Oh That's, yeah. Uh, I I spend way too much time sitting behind this uh, screen, so mm -hmm. uh, I I try to avoid finding new things. To <laughs> Well, you will enjoy this. Yeah, Frederick definitely has a big old crush on her. So, um, yeah, you, oh. should, you should call him. <laughs> okay, definitely. <laughs> yeah, right after you hang up with us. Yeah, yeah don't worry. <laughs> All right. Oh, cool. Well, those are the questions that we have. Thank you so, so much for talking with us. And thank well, you thank for, you for all these years of pleasure. Oh, well, thank you for being such a loyal listener and keeping in touch and, and you know, sending us messages and comments. We, we love getting it. And we love finally having a chance to talk to yeah, you. Yeah, it's awesome. Oh, me too. Oh, all right. Well, have the happy rest of Shatmoy, which is uh, another couple hours worth. Yes. And then, you know, till next year, we'll have to wait and get ready for it. And start planning now. Yeah, start planning next uh, year, Shatmoy. And a merry Shatmoy to you. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Get out! Get back here!
I slid like this all on my back. And I was wearing shorts and a t-shirt and no helmet. Because I was enjoying the summer day. Like you would, like I, that's the way I would ride right now. Where was it? Simi Valley, about Jesus. 50 miles away. How fast were you going? So luckily, I slid from one, from my side of the road to the other side of the road, onto the bank of the other road, and then, and, it, and there was no traffic. Although there, there is frequently a, a car coming along the other way, but there was none there. So, I picked up my bike as best I could, and I realized that I was bleeding yeah. all over. My back, my arm, my hip, my t-shirt was shredded, and I'm bleeding down my arm, all black with tar and stones and shit like that. Shorts, knees, everything down. And I get on the bike, slightly twisted, and I realize I've got 50 miles to go. Not only do I have 50 miles to go, but this was in the morning, and in about an hour, my granddaughter has a party, and I've got her gift, teddy bear or something or other, up at my house, 50 miles away. I now get on the freeway. I hosed myself off as best I could at a gasoline station, but it didn't stop the bleeding. I'm now driving along the 118 between Simi Valley and San Fernando Valley. Cars go by, and they're looking at me. Bleeding. Pouring blood down. Shredded t-shirts. Wearing shorts and sandals. (laughs) And no helmet. Was there pain yet? Oh, fuck yes. Because it, it sounds so so extreme that you might have been in shock for a while before you felt no, the pain. No, then I drove up to the house. I didn't want Liz to see me. <laughs> I grabbed a, a shirt out of the laundry, put that on, grabbed the toy, got into a car, and drove to my son-in-law and my daughter's house, which is not far. Handed the kid. Is that what thanks, Baba? And my son-in-law looks at this. You're bleeding, grandfather. Yeah, right. And and he says, "What the hell happened?" I said, "I just I, I, I fell off the bike." He, he said, see, he says, "Jesus Christ! You better go to the hospital." Probably had that shit picked out of your back. I went to the hospital emergency, and they put me in there, and they scrubbed me with a stiff brush and antiseptic. That's exactly right. Meanwhile, Liz has got. Uh, a fever and uh, and uh, the flu. That was quite a weekend. <laughs> so that was all all by way of saying I love motorcycles. Yeah. And um, but that put a little bit of fear in me. The, the that motorcycle I never came out before. Guns. I love the beauty of guns, but I'm fearful of the explosion. Although I've shot a number of guns before. So, I have guns. Isn't that like lo- loving the penis but being afraid of the orgasm? Ah. Yes. It's exactly what it is. So you have to have many orgasms to overcome the fear. 